to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. Reactive dog guardians. If your dog lunges, barks, generally loses it. The dogs, people, squirrels, skateboards, we have a free mini course just for you. Head over to agoodfeelingdogtraining.com, click free resource to get started on your reactive dog training journey today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I'm your host, Rachel R. Harris, and I am so glad that you are tuning in today. I know that there are a lot of podcast episodes, and I'm really grateful that you are spending your time listening to me. So um, I have been doing a lot of fun stuff lately. I told you all in the last episode how I did a camping trip, and then I went on a hiking excursion with my mom, and I just recently went on another mountain getaway because... I mean, tis the season. Summer in Colorado is the ideal time to get to the mountains, so I make a lot of time to make that happen. Um, We have a family property in Southern Colorado, so I went up there with my husband and both of the dogs, and we went to the lake and paddleboard, ported and hiked, and it was delightful. And something that was kind of pressing and definitely came to my mind was the concept of yelling at our dogs. And that is what I want to talk about in today's episode. Um, I think that there is a lot of confusion in the positive reinforcement community about things that are perceived as aversive because the goal here, right? My goal with all of my training and my coaching with my clients is to make it the least aversive, um, and the less, the least stressful as I possibly can on the animal, but also on the human. And yelling is kind of like a weird gray area thing. So many of my lovely clients are like, so can I never yell at my dog? And I'm always like, uh, you can yell at your dog. But I want to give you some framework for yelling. I'm um, understanding your individual dog and like, you know, obviously we're all human, but I want to give you some more perspective about like maybe when you should or you shouldn't be yelling at your dog. So, um, Yelling is one of those things that, again, right, like it's just a human response. I yell at my dogs all of the time. Waylon finds himself yelled at more than any other dog that I've ever had. But that's a story for uh, another episode. If you guys have been on this journey, you already know about Waylon. For those of you who are new around here, Waylon is my four-year-old American Staffordshire Terrier who is really a damn delight, but has also been the most wild dog that I have ever worked with. Wild in the sense of like confident and independent and prone to wildlife encounters. So he's been kind of a wild guy. And I will be honest, I don't think I've ever yelled at a dog as much as I have in Waylon's four years of life. And you know, I try not to yell at him, but I do sometimes. So like I said, yelling is normal. We are all human, right? We yell at dogs sometimes, but I want to help you understand the consequences, the potential consequences for yelling at our dogs and, you know, evaluating who your dog is and where they kind of fall on this spectrum. So when we're talking about yelling, I really want to look at the individual dog. So if you have a dog who is generally anxious, generally fearful, Um, I'm going to encourage you to do your best to not ever yell at that dog. 
Okay, some dogs respond to yelling, and that is typically the dogs who are anxious, nervous, fearful. And I think that there is a lot more consequence for fallout from those dogs, meaning that they could potentially be more and more afraid of you. Like, yes, the yelling is working, except for now your dog is more afraid of you than we really want them to be. And I know all you wonderful people listening are the type of people who want to do right by your dog and you do not want your dog to be afraid of you. So if you have a dog who can be nervous, anxious, fearful, I think that you have a little bit more obligation to self-regulate and not yell at your dogs as much, okay? So I really learned this and internalized this with um, my previous dog, Sunny. Um, Sunny could be, oh my God, he was so fearful. Like he could be so afraid of so much. So I really didn't do much yelling at him in his whole life just because like he couldn't handle it right like he was scared enough of the world like I wasn't going to add any more added stress to his life by yelling at him but like I said now I have this dog Waylon who is obnoxiously confident and yelling doesn't really phase him so I understand that I'm speaking in you know a lot of broad terms here but there's definitely a spectrum right of like personality and um, confidence levels in dogs that I think really matter when we're looking at yelling, okay? So for the intents and purposes of this episode, I'm going to use the Sunny Waylon spectrum to help you kind of understand. So Sunny being super fearful, nervous, Waylon being not fearful, not nervous, borderline obnoxiously confident, okay? So when we're looking at yelling, Um, Like I said, the sunny spectrum of dogs, my suggestion would be like, put on your patient pants and do your best not to yell, okay? But when we're looking at a dog like Waylon, and I'm sure you probably have a dog who falls somewhere in that spectrum, when I'm looking at yelling, I'm looking at, one, is it having the desired outcome? So a situation in which I do a lot of yelling at Waylon, and y'all, I'm not always proud of this, but if you have been on this journey, you know that I do not bullshit. I do not sugarcoat anything. Um, I live in the real world with my dogs just like you guys do. So a situation that elicts a lot of frustration and in turn sometimes yelling for me with Waylon is when he's on the long leash and there is it's typically large game, so deer or elk or moose um, or bear sometimes, um, that I will yell at him if he is like over threshold and it is pissing me the fuck off. So in that in that situation, the yelling, the desired outcome I'm looking for is for Waylon to calm the fuck down. And I will be honest, sometimes the yelling does actually get me the desired outcome, right? I yell at him, he stops what he's doing, and then I am reinforcing in that sequence for him responding, okay? So when we're looking at yelling, we need to ask ourselves the question is, is the yelling getting us the desired outcome? Okay, so yelling in my circumstances, so Waylon will stop acting like fucking lunatic. And oftentimes it does work. So naturally I continue to do it because it is reinforced. The yelling, I really try not to make a habit of because our dogs will 100% habituate to yelling, meaning that it starts to lose its potency and its value in getting the desired outcome because the dog's like, oh yeah, the human is yelling again. Okay, so When we're using yelling to get a desired outcome, there definitely is a risk for the yelling stopping to get the desired outcome from our end, 
right? I hope you guys are with me right now. So when I'm using the yelling, I really am only yelling at him in those circumstances. In our day-to-day, when there are not large animals that he is getting overly excited about, I really do no yelling. Waylon has so much freaking training under his belt. I mean, I'm immensely proud of myself as a trainer in this dog. Like, he has so much training under his belt that I don't have to yell at him because nine times out of 10 in situations, I can just cue a behavior that has a strong history of reinforcement and he will do it. And I don't even have to escalate to yelling. So if you find yourself yelling at your dogs repeatedly during the day, what I want you to do is one, know that you're human and yelling happens. But two, I want you to look at what is happening to elicit the yelling, right? Like what is your dog doing that is causing you to yell And I want you to literally write this down. Write it down. Let's write the sequence of events. Dog does X. You yell. (laughs) Y. (laughs) X, Y. You yell. Um, You yell. Is there something else we could do to prevent you from having to yell and redirecting your dog to a more desirable behavior? So I want to give you an example. So A lot of my lovely clients have dogs who do a lot of alert barking in the house, alert barking at people walking by, dogs walking by, noises. And trust me, y'all, I know that that can get so exhausting. Like, can you please stop barking? So if your dog falls in that category and they are an alert barker and you feel like you yell at them every day... (laughs) I want you to come up with a training plan that is not yelling. I want you to come up with a training plan that is redirecting your dog to something you do want them to do so that they can access reinforcement. Um, I did an episode all about barking. Oh, you guys, it was a very early episode. I think it was episode like three, number three. But anyways, check out that episode because I go into a ton of detail for a training plan for redirecting your dog from barking. But if the yelling that you are doing at your dog is a daily occurrence, it's up to you. You got to look. Look at that sequence of events and decide on something else you can be doing that is not yelling because the yelling is not sustainable. And the fact that, again, your dog is just going to habituate to the yelling and you're going to stop getting the desired outcome. And two, that is just compromising the relationship between you and your dog. Because I think that all of you wonderful people listening, you never got a dog to yell at it every day. Right? I don't think any of us have the intention of, I'm going to get a dog so I can just yell at it every single day. So if you find yourself yelling at your dog on a daily basis over the same unwanted behavior, you need to formulate a training plan and you need to execute that training plan. And if you are unsure to, on how to go about that, uh, hey, that is what professional dog trainers are for. Uh, literally made it my life's work. So if you need some help, you can work with me virtually. Um, we do 45-minute virtual sessions. Um, Steph, who also works for a Good Feeling Dog Training, offers that too. So if you need 45 minutes just to talk out your training plan so that you can stop yelling at your dog, we're here for you. We're here for you. So, um, yelling, yelling, yelling. So, and I think something else that you want to evaluate when you're yelling is what are you yelling, right? So, like I said, Waylon has a multitude of trained behaviors and sometimes I will yell the cued behavior. This cued behavior has already been trained. It has a ton of reinforcement history and there's a big difference between yelling a cue that your dog already knows and just yelling nonsense that your dog doesn't understand. 
Okay. And like I said, I'm not saying that you can't yell, but I'm saying that let's use yelling strategically to get the desired outcome instead of just yelling to yell and just habituating our dogs to like, oh yeah, the human, (laughs) they're talking really loudly again. Um, I can only imagine the inner dialogue in Waylon's brain about his mom being me. But anyways, you guys, so um, yelling can be effective, but it is not sustainable to do every day over the same behavior, okay? And something else to keep in mind, and I think that I heard this originally from Denise Fenzi, who is also a dog trainer, and she was, you know, kind of talking to the point of yelling is reinforcing for the human in the moment, but is it really productive for the long-term goal? Okay, and I'm paraphrasing here. It has been a long term, long time, but I'm pretty sure it was Denise Fancy who talked about yelling as well. But um, yelling in the short term can be reinforcing for us. But I think you really have to evaluate and ask yourself, one, is it getting the desired outcome? And two, how is it affecting your dog? I have worked with some really beautiful people over the years who meant well, but by yelling, they were perpetually scaring their dog and in turn really damaging the relationship between the two of them. My goal as a trainer um, and a human coach is always to empower you to empower your dog so that you all can communicate and thrive together. Um, In the dog training industry, there is a lot of Um, training that I would never advise and it turns into a power struggle, right? The dog is being quote unquote dominant. You have to show them who's boss. You can't let them get away from that. You guys, that, I mean, you all exist way outside of that framework. I hope you know that. Um, And it doesn't have to be a power struggle. And I think that sometimes the yelling kind of turns into a power struggle, which I definitely do not want for you. And I definitely do not want for your dog. So To recap here, you guys, yelling is a normal human response, but if the yelling is used sparingly, it can be effective at getting the desired outcome. But if you're using yelling every day at the same unwanted behavior from your dog, it is time to implement a training plan, okay? And if you need help with that, hey, reach out. We're here to help you. Everyone, have a beautiful weekend. Smooch those puppies for me, and I am already looking forward to the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you need help with your dog's behavior, you can learn more about our training services at agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. We post training inspiration and training tips almost daily over on the Instagram at agoodfeeling underscore NCO. If you like this podcast, we would be so grateful if you could share it with a friend or family member who could benefit from all of the information. Um, It's been a total delight. We love this podcast so much. And thank you so much for listening to Disorderly Dogs.